magical friends, and welcome to episode 271 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for people that play Magic the Gathering, whether they're new to it, returning to it, have been playing it forever and ever, and just like hearing about it, or stumbled on this by accident, thinking that it was about pulling rabbits out of hats. You know, we've we've encountered that before, and we welcome you. That literally, did I tell you the story about the Lyft driver? Yes. Who was like, oh, I've seen your video, but because I was looking yeah. for, I was looking <laughs> for magic tricks. Oh. And, and like a video of yours came up, and I was like, oh. And now. Great. And now that Lyft driver is a famous professional magic player. You may know yes. him as Reed Duke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the true story of Reed Duke. Did you know that he was once a Lyft driver in Minneapolis, Minnesota? Long who, before Lyft was invented. Long even. before Lyft was invented, who had a dream of being a stage magician, <laughs> but completely by chance ended up playing the game Magic the Gathering. Wow. Wow, what a story. Yes, you heard it here. In, in, exclusive, hot that's exclusive. That's right, yep. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts of this magical show, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's episode, not only are we going to give you tidbits into Reek Duke's, Reed Duke's past lives, uh, but we're going to talk about Dominaria. That's Yay. right. We have some cards that we're going to talk about that have already been previewed. Yes. And we're <gasps> going to preview two new cards. Two brand new cards. You haven't seen them anywhere else because here is the first time your ears slash your eyes will witness them unless you're watching this, you know, after they're... Anyway, it's complicated. Time, you get it. Time is complicated. You get it. You know what we mean, okay? You're going to see them. And it's going to be great. Yeah, and some cool new stuff from Dominaria. A little look behind the scenes of how mm -hmm. they sort of develop the set. And Richard Garfield, the inventor of magic, the man, the myth, the magic himself, the Garfield, not the cat, the man, he yeah. or the president. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he came back yeah. to help out on the design for the set. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the sagas and how those came to be in Dominaria. Is there a relation between the cat and the president, Garfield? Probably. I mean, they Just look like the how same. <laughs> Mallard Fillmore was Miller Fillmore. Yeah, but like, but like, but a, it, it was a duck in the comic series, right? I'm sure that in the 80s there was a need to. <laughs> there was a real need. Need for political satire based on Garfield. I'm based President. on James Garfield. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe could be. Well, yeah, if you know, that's you can. A question um, to answer. You can tweet at us with the hashtag President Garfield. <laughs> President Garfield, please. Wait, wait, wait. No, the hashtag cat President Garfield. Cat President Garfield. Yes. Yes. If you happen to know the answer of whether uh, James Garfield, the mm -hmm. president, and the cat Garfield are related. Richard Garfield related to both. Yes. But we're not going to tell you how. No. But we will uh, talk a little bit about some of the ideas that he had for Dominaria, uh, and which are talked about today on Daily MTG. Yeah. And then we're going to take a look at Arena. Ooh. We've been streaming some of the Arena in beta. That's right. And Megan is brewing some sweet decks yeah that you need to know about you can check some of them out tomorrow on our youtube channel yeah youtube.com slash mta cast we've got a hot video coming your way that talks about um some updates to one of the decks and then a completely different weird and funky brew yeah so if you have access to the beta they're super simple and cost effective decks that you can use and once it becomes you know out there for everybody Put them in your hat because you might want to build these. That's as well. right. Then when you put your hat on, these ideas will fall out and into your head. <laughs> That's how hats work. That's how hats work. They're not just for covering or cold or looking stylish. No. They're for idea keeping. 
Nice. And we're going to talk about T-Modern Super League update. We have a Flavor Text Theater. How are we even going to fit all of this info into one show? I don't know. Maybe instead of people listening at 1.5 speed, we will have to record it <gasps> at 1.5 speed. Ready to fast forward into the future? Before we fast forward into your brains, uh, we're going to say thank you to you for supporting us on patreon.com slash mtacast. Please yeah. don't fast forward through this part. Yes, <laughs> of don't. The show. <laughs> because we need your support to continue. Uh, we thank you so much. We we thank you so much. Uh, everyone who is yes. already a patron of the show for as little as $5 a month, which is cents a day, uh, you can make sure that we're able to keep bringing this show and videos uh, like the ones about Arena and series like Magic 101 to you. To you specifically. You specifically. You. <laughs> we, we know you. And it's for you. Actually, it's like so true. We do so many things here at MTA Cast. And the reason we switched to monthly donations on Patreon is because we are doing so much more. We're mm -hmm. doing the podcast. We're doing multiple video series. Yeah. And it's just like all for you. And it's all for the support uh, that it's all from the support you give us on patreon.com slash MTA cast. So thank you for everybody for joining. Um, once again, like we said last week, we want to get our number up over 700 and we want to keep it there. And we did get it over 700 and then it quickly fell back down. It's Okay. With your help, we know we can get we there. We know we can do it. So, yeah, head over there and check it out. A big thanks also to Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash MTACast are wonderful, beautiful sponsors of the show. And uh, we just love the spirit they have in the game and the way yes. they're so community-oriented and all this kind of stuff. Absolutely. They have uh, the fastest shipping in the West. Oh, yeah, they sure I do. It's, as, as we have said many times. And uh, besides that, they're just great. They're the, great. Their customer service is... Yeah. Bar none. They've got wonderful uh, magic uh, decks for her, battle decks for her, and the we've showed you the, them I on the... I think when you're saying bar none, you have to say something afterwards. They have the best shipping bar none. There you go. Yes. Okay. Like you have to... Do you remember when there was a candy bar called bar none? No. Look it up right now. Okay, I, I will. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm not making this up. It sounds like you are. I've I never heard I of it. I feel like this is a terrible joke that a candy company was like... This would be funny, wouldn't it, if we had a bar called Bar None? And then it was just awful and it never sold. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because this is real. Who would want to eat it? What does it say? Wow. Okay. Um, it is Bar None chocolate wafer, milk chocolate, and peanuts. That sounds good. Yeah. People are like, hey, does it was really good. Someone is like, it was better than Kit Kat. Oh, and it just went away. because Probably because of the yeah. name Stunk. Exactly. It's a. It was a Hershey. It was a Hershey, oh, it was a Hershey candy product. Interesting. So uh, wow, anyways, that came from the depths. The depths of my memory back into the times when you're like, I'm remembering one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve on a eight by eight black and white Ooh, TV. This one says that it might have been chocolate. This one looks like it's chocolate wafers, peanuts, and caramel. Oh, like they also had a caramel one. That sounds good. Okay. Please. Uh, ship us a bar nun to our uh, office and we'll eat I it on the show. I think it's going to be like two decades old if they do that. We might die. Oh, God. You can <laughs> sign a petition. You can sign a petition to have it brought back. If you ate a bar nun and know what it tasted like, please tweet at us with the hashtag uh, <laughs> bar, bar nun. What? That's it.
Oh, just the hashtag bar none? Yeah, because I okay. want to know yeah. from the horse's mouth, as it That's were. That's true. You're not a horse, but uh, you know what I bring mean. Bring back the Hershey's Bar None Candy and petition on change.org has 161 supporters. Oh, that's sad. That doesn't That's seem. never going to get done. <laughs> yeah, that seems unlikely. But anyways. Anyway, the point is Card Kingdom is great. Bar None. Bar None. <laughs> they still have the super sweet uh, is rainbow. Is the best Bar None. Is the best Bar None. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there we go. That makes sense. The sweet, like, rainbow and unicorn play mat that you can get there. It's so good. Give you rocket it in Seattle for the GP this coming weekend. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, some cool cool stuff over there. So thanks to them, and uh, thanks to you, too. Bar none. Dominaria preview cards. That's right, everybody. (gasps) We are going to not make you wait. No. We are going to hit you right off the bat with... Our, our preview cards. MTA's personal preview MTA's cards. MTA's personal preview cards. Are you ready? I wish there was another P in there, but there just wasn't. MTA's personal, personal preview, preview cards. Picards. <laughs> Picards. First, yes. we have Seal Away. Seal Away. It's, One, in, it's an art of a seal balancing a ball on snow. It's just kidding. I wish. It's I not. really wish it was. <laughs> uh, One in a white for an enchantment. Flash. When Seal Away enters the battlefield, exile target tapped creature and opponent controls until Seal Away leaves the battlefield. Ooh. I like it. Me too. This is uh, efficient removal for yeah. any creature. Exactly. And it's not like it has to deal you damage. No. As soon as it's tapped, you're just like, boom, Boop. gotcha. Boop. Seal it away. Exactly. I spe- I, well, I guess not Carnage Tyrant. No. Sadly. Oh, well. Sadly, never Carnage Tyrant. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but what can you do about Carnage Nothing. Siren? Nothing. Block Nothing. it, I guess, with um, enough creatures. Exactly. Uh, it gets rid of like pesky things with Embalm, like Vizier of Many Faces. Yeah, you're not going to be Viziering anything anymore. Exactly. You're not going to the graveyard. Nope. <laughs> it is sealed away. It's locked away. under lock and key. Locked, exiled by. The art on this is really cool. It's like, I think it's like the giant, it's like with the little... Is it like a Phyrexian or is it? It reminds me of the, those suits that like they wore. Like the Urza's Titan suits? Yeah, the Titan suits. But it says an ancient nemesis rendered harmless long ago. Oh, interesting. Although maybe it was Tevish Sats. Maybe it is. Like encased in stone somehow. And when there's all those weird time portals on Dominaria or whatever. Yeah. That, w- that was part of it. He wasn't encased in stone. No, he was exploded. He was exploded big time. <laughs> he was not sealed away. No. No. No, he was no, not. No, he was not. I'm going to preference. We have two preview cars. Preface yeah. these with saying that these are both good. I, I selfishly requested cards for a white weenie deck. So that's that's what these cards are going to be. So, sorry, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but this card is like legit really good in those decks. And right now, what do we have? Uh, we don't have we don't have seal weight. Obviously. Yeah. We have uh, cast out an excellence binding. Um, I'm thinking of uh, the di- little dinosaur one. Gosh. My Slash of talents. Why is my brain get- getting so weird? It's a, it's an exile effect as well. And when it leaves, they get a Thought dinosaur. Arrest. Baffling end. Baffling end. That's what we have now. Baffling end. But it's not. It doesn't have flash. And flash yeah. is so important. And yes, I guess it has to be tapped. But um, yeah. when but you're. Baffling end has the very important like CMC three or less. Yes. Which this does not this have. This does not have no restrictions. It's just like as long as it's tapped, I'll take it. Yeah, so it's pretty cool to have that that flexibility as well. Absolutely. Okay, seal away. Wonderful. 
I love it. Putting it in the deck. Ah, oh, very nice. Very nice. Yes. All right. Up next, Dauntless Bodyguard. Ooh. So in a white weenie deck, what do you want maybe more than anything else, Megan? Um, Counterspot. <laughs> 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 Wrong. It's going to be really hard when you're mono white, but I think we can find a workaround. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. That is, in fact, the last thing that you want. Uh, not always true. Well, but I tried. <laughs> what you want is high power, low mana cost, and that's what we get in this card. It is a single white mana for a 2-1. Yay! We love those in white Amazing. weenie. Amazing. Dauntless Bodyguard Creature, Human Knight. It is an uncommon. As it enters the battlefield, choose another creature you control. Sacrifice Dauntless Bodyguard. The chosen creature gains indestructible until end of turn. Ooh. I love that's it. pretty sweet. This is a great card. That's a sweet effect. Yeah, because like you counter spells, you don't often have counter spells in a white weenie creature decks. There just isn't room. You've got to jam too many creatures and various pump up effects or maybe some kill spells like our exile effects like we just saw in seal away. So you don't have room to be like counter your removal. Well, oh, guess what? Wow. What if your counter, quote unquote, was on a stick on your Dauntless Bodyguard who's like, don't worry, I got this. I'll take the bullet for you. And That's you right. Survives. Love um, it. I, but, like, I like that you could play this on turn one if you don't have any other good one drops in your hand. And it yeah. still does just still like a, a two, two one, one body. One. Yeah. Great. Love it. Um, but if you have it later, it's like more utility than just like a two one on turn four, which is like mildly embarrassing. Whoa. You heard me. <laughs> I'll play two out on turn four. <laughs> well, that's a choice you're making. It is. And you know what? We're going to talk more about it later in the show. But yeah, this, this I think, is an excellent card uh, yeah. to include in any this one of those kinds of decks. This might go in the deck that you're talking yes, about later. It sure, yeah. it sure would. 100%. And it would be better than what I have in there now, specifically because there is no cost other than sacrificing it. Because yeah. you don't like to leave mana open if you can help it. Nope. Anyway, these two cards, love them. Thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, why we need Dex and Dominaria. Okay. So what other exciting things have we seen uh, previewed so far in Dominaria? Which, which exciting thing do you want to talk about first? Let's start with this lady. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? We've got here Jaya Bullard. None other. None other than the infamous Jaya. Uh, red, these days, Red Planeswalker. Once upon a time, yeah. famous Red Mage. Yes. Now, famed Red Planeswalker. The most, the responsible for the sassiest uh, flavor text in all of magic. Which is? I don't know. It's just every flavor text she has is sassy. Wow. Now I need to look that up. Okay, yeah. hold on. Yeah, go look up some, Talk about this Jaya. something that Jaya's done. Okay, so it's okay. two red, red, red for a five loyalty Planeswalker. And uh, she's older now. We haven't seen Jaya. She looks amazing. She looks great. Silver Fox. Yeah. Uh, beautiful white hair and red spell of something that she's casting with a wizard staff and a red cloak. Yeah. Like, this is how I'm going to dress when I'm her age. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just be like, do you know what? Looks badass. With it all. Yep. Her plus one is add three red you can spend it to cast instant or sorcery spells her another plus one is discard up to three cards and draw that many cards nice great and minus eight is the ultimate you get an emblem with you may cast instant and sorcery cards from your graveyard if a card cast this way would be put into your graveyard exile it instead so pretty sweet she's all about recurring those instants and sorceries and helping you cast them and uh putting stuff in your graveyard which doesn't really matter because you can just get it back later on on scryfall in the advanced search for flavor text it's the example is any flavor text, e.g. Jaya Ballard. Yeah, she's she's kind of, I think, infamous for this. Okay. 
Um, once great literature, now great litter. Ooh, <laughs> on browse. <snap>. Wow. <laughs> um, gotcha. <laughs> uh, on carbonized, there's no coming back from that. Oh yeah. So true. This one's a very you. That's a lot of nuggets. Chicken egg. Oh, yeah. From uh, one of the unsets. Yep. <laughs> that's um, a lot of nuggets. <laughs> that's a lot of nuggets. Let's see. Um, oh, no. Not you again. <laughs> She's sassy. <laughs> Gorilla war cry. The only art these beasts possess is the art of noise. Wow. 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 That is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> So there's the card incinerate. Yes, I think toast is an approximate distri- appropriate description. <laughs> <laughs> She's some, funny. Some have said there is no subtlety to destruction. You know what? They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jaya. Nice. Nice. So cool. I love it. All right. Awesome. So that's uh, Jaya. We also have another planeswalker. Yes. Teferi. Teferi. Hero of Dominaria. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, So Teferi is three white blue for a four loyalty walker. Plus one draw card at the beginning of the next end step. Untap two lands. Sick. That's great. (laughs) That is like, you would think draw card would be enough. Nope. You get to untap some land. So it's like, guess what? I'm going to be able to cast it. Wow. Uh, minus three, put target non-land permanent into its owner's library. Third from the top. Gross. Nice. Nice. Third from the top. That's really <laughs> bad. Minus eight, you get an emblem with whenever you draw a card, exile target permanent and opponent controls. I love wow. this. The way that, because I just said that's really bad when obviously it's a very good ability. Yeah, I'm treating it like you're casting it. And I'm on the yes. receiving end yes. of this. Like, oh, like, oh, that's really bad. <laughs> Third from the top. Yeah. I got what you meant. Like, oh, that's bad for you. I like this card. Me too. Seems strong. Oh, seems awesome. Draw a card and untap two lands. Do you think that's uh, enough for you to consider him being protected as at only four loyalty for five mana? I think so, because he'll go up to five. And if you think about it, if you wait to cast this on six, or even if you have something like Seal Away, and you've got it in your hand, and you cast cast him on five, you plus him, and you've got like Seal, like you can untap two lands that you can cast Seal Away with. Great. Pretty sick. You've beaten my deck. (laughs) Or if you wait wait until six, and then you can untap and have three, which is like representing a lot of counterspell magic. Pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah, that's solid. Uh, speaking of legendaries. Oh, yeah. Uh, not a planeswalker. No. Joyra, Weatherlight Captain, is Captain of the Weatherlight. Two <laughs> blue-red for a 3-3. Three, three. Legendary human artificer. Whenever you cast a historic spell, draw a card. Nice. Wow. So Very cool. This card, uh, the stats are fine on it, and the historic spell cast, you know, drawing a card off of it could get out of hand. Yeah. Artifacts, legendaries, and sagas are historic. So if you, you could do all like artifacts, some, all artifacts wow. are historic. Because if you think about it, how do they become historic? They're yeah, because they're artifacts. <laughs> time. Anyways, time. It can't be a new artifact. And you could cast it like right away. You could draw a card if you ca- cast a Mox Amber. Ooh, a Mox Amber, a new preview card. That's right. Zero, zero mana. So you just, you're like, this here's is a my Jorah. 
And here's this Mox Amber. I will draw a card. Tap, add one mana of any color among legendary creatures and planeswalkers you control. Pretty cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's going to make you some mana. Nice. Wow. It's going to be crazy once we know all the um, historic spells that we could potentially cast in this set. Yeah. What else have you got your eye on, Maria? Well, let's take a take a peek at uh, the rest of the Weatherlight crew. But Ooh. before we do, actually, let's talk about their ship because they're going to be crewing this ship. That's right. The Weatherlight! It is four mana for a 4-5 legendary artifact vehicle. Flying. Duh. Whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you can look at the top five cards of your library and then reveal a historic card from among them and put it into your hand. The rest go on the bottom in a nice. random order. Crew three. Very sweet. Yeah. Very sweet. Just a flying four or five. I love vehicles. <laughs> so I'm into it. Uh, crewing it is Raf Capuchin, ship's mage, another member of the crew. Yes. Uh, two white blue flash flying. You may cast his historic spells as though they had flash. Flash nice. in that three, mox. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Now I have another mana. Sucker. What about that? You so know, obviously like a strong historic theme in this set. Yes. You need historic people to crew this ship. And obviously every ship needs, all right, a mage. Yeah. Hello. Oh, also, so looking at it, so the Weatherlight, the crew cost is three. And if you notice, so Wrath, oh, three, three, right. Joyra, three, three. Two of the other ones we're about to talk about, Arvad the Cursed and Tiana, ship's caretaker. They can who are, all crew, crew yeah. it. Oh, They're I love that. They're all three that. threes who That's can crew fabulous. the Weatherlight. That's fabulous. Yeah. Speaking of, so we've got Arvad the Cursed. There's always a cursed person on the Weatherlight, it seems. It's true. <laughs> you know, when you're running around trying to defeat, multi defeat multiplanar evil, you're going to get cursed. Someone's going to get cursed. Someone's going to get cursed. <laughs> and in this case... Poor Arvad. Arvad the Cursed. Cursed. Three white black uh, vampire knight legendary creature. Three three. Death touch lifelink. In. Other legendary creatures you control get plus two plus two. I love it. <coughs> Arvad, get in my gang. I love lifelink. You're in. Same. 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 Tiana, ship's character is awesome. Once again, costs five. Three Boros mana. Three three. Flying. First strike. Uh, whenever an aura or equipment you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, you may return that card to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. Ooh. Awesome. Wow. So her deal, Tiana's deal, is she's on the Weatherlight because what powers the Weatherlight, as you may or may not know or will know soon or will know in about five seconds, uh, was the collapsed realm of Sarah with a bunch of yeah. angels on it. And Tiana's an angel, too. She has super sweet wings. Yeah, and, she does. Um, her job was to kind of like... Make sure that it was being respected what was powering the weather light because it's only somebody's whole universe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then she was like, oh, wait, I'm good at protecting this. But then she found out really quickly that she was super good at repairing the engines or anything else that went wrong with the weather light. So she's like, oh, OK, I'll stay on. And not only will I make sure that everyone's paying proper respect to Sarah's realm, I'm going to make sure that this thing runs smoothly. So she's. Um, yeah. She's got a sweet, like, mechanics outfit on. and I love that her, her, her wings are just so low-key. Yeah. Like, they're not. They're huge. But, like, that's not what you notice at first. You're no. just like, oh, yeah, it's just a woman in, like, like some cover, like a nice coverall outfit doing her repair either. work. And then it's like, wait a second. She also has giant wings. Yeah. Cool. Giant wings. Very cool. Um, we've also got 
Slimefoot the stowaway. I Poor love Slimefoot. It. Slimefoot's great. Ugh, Slimefoot's pretty gross. I love Slimefoot. Uh, one black green for a 2-3 legendary creature fungus. Hey, have you heard about the legendary fungus? Uh, unfortunately, I have. <laughs> Whenever a sapling you control dies, Slimefoot the stowaway deals one damage to each opponent and you gain one life. Four, create a 1-1 one, one green sapling creature token. Slimefoot looks like a, um, what is it called? A fungus? A fungus among us. Mm -hmm. he, he looks like a little, you know, uh, succulent. Oh, I see it. A flower at the top. hat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor Slimefoot. Well, Slimefoot's on the crew now. So That's true. I hope Slimefoot gets into battle with the west, rest of the weather like crew, and they're like, I'm so happy Slimefoot stowed away. <laughs> Thank goodness Slimefoot's here. <laughs> To help us make some more saplings. Um, we've also got Karn's Temporal Sundering. Yes. The art on this is amazing. It's, it's a Noah Bradley. It looks super cool. Oh, did himself, if I may say so myself yeah. on this one. Uh, can't wait to see people's playmats. Oh, absolutely. Um, four blue blue legendary search sorcery. So you can cast it only if you control a legendary creature or planeswalker. Target player takes an extra turn after this one. Return up to one target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. Exile Karn's Temporal Sundering. That's sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, let's say if you're playing limited, are you playing this card? Um, I think in, in this set, I think in this set you are because there's so many legendaries. Like there's, we have like uncommon legendary creatures. So I think if you've got like a couple of uncommon legendaries, go for it. Is the benefit of taking an extra turn and returning something to its hand enough for six mana? Yes. Okay. Taking an extra turn is dope. <laughs> Megan's taken more turns than most people. I have taken a lot of turns in my time. That's very true. Um... We also have, this is one of the sagas. So cool. The Mirari Conjecture. The names of them I really like too. Yeah. For four and a blue. Uh, chapter one. Return target instant card from your graveyard to your hand. Mm -hmm. Two. Return target sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. Three. Until end of turn, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it. You may choose new targets for the copy. I just love the art on this one. I want beauty. this art. It is beautiful. It's so good. They can make some sweet play mats. Are yeah. you listening, wizards? Please do make it some with the sweet sagas. Play mats. We love them. Speaking yeah. of time of ice, also oh. love the art on this one. It's Beautiful. so good. Oh, it's so good. Um, chapters one and two are tap target creature and opponent controls. It doesn't untap during its controller's untap step for as long as you control time of ice. Three, chapter three, return all tapped creatures to their owner's hands. Great. Wow. That's really good. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Ice effect, too, so makes sense. We tweeted out a link to which one? Go back uh, just a quick second. Um, the first eruption. Oh, yeah. A link. The art on the, it is so cool. The artist spent an insane amount of time making the art on the first eruption look like a tapestry. Yeah. And uh, we tweeted out a link to a little article they wrote about the process of it and how they, they said, oh, I, I almost went crazy. My hand cramped up. It was the most time I've ever spent on a painting. And I, I think it's just really uh, worth a read yeah. into that because that's, uh, that's some pretty cool stuff there. Absolutely. It looks amazing. Speaking of sagas, can we just talk about... Um, oh, yeah, like, let's first do uh, these uh, commons really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just have a couple of uncommons Un that we wanted to touch on. Um, the, I think the, the coolest one is uh, 
Also the most terrifying name. Caligo Skin Witch. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thanks. What kind of witch do you want to be? Oh, oh I want to be a, a super sweet like moon witch where I'm doing cool things when the moon comes. I want to be a skin witch. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave. Leave. We don't You're want. Out. No. You're out. No, it's gross. I don't even know what that means, but I don't get know out. what it means, but go. <laughs> It's not allowed. It's definitely not allowed. My dream has always been to be a skin witch. Oh, gosh. Why? I never will need to use moisturizer or anti-aging cream. No. Skin witch. No. Please. One in a black. uh, One three. uh, Kicker three in a black, uh, which means that uh, when you cast it, you can pay an additional three in a three and a black to get this extra effect uh when it enters the battlefield if it was kicked each opponent discards two cards why would you kick a skin witch well to make my opponent (laughs) discard two cards yeah this is great i love it flexible that's the whole deal with kicker this is the first time i think we've seen it on a card that's been previewed officially Mm -hmm. um yeah kicker is so wonderful if you've never played with it before because you can just play this as a one three for two if you need it if not kick it later in the game get an extra benefit that is right love it um awesome so yeah these are again it's preview seasons these are constantly updating so if you want to learn more about what sort of amazing cards you're going to see in dominaria make sure you're uh checking out whether you find that info on twitter uh or we always use scryfall.com because they've got their constantly rolling update yes which is pretty really cool okay let's talk a little bit about uh, as i mentioned the saga design in uh, Dominaria, because it's kind of like the hallmark card. And Daily MTG posted a really cool article by Mark Rosewater, lead designer of Magic, about the creation of the sagas. And as we mentioned, Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic, came back to help out on Dominaria and do some design work and was kind of one of the lead architects of making these sagas. In fact, he was so excited by the idea when somebody uh, mentioned kind of these uh, these artifacts that are, or excuse me, these cards that are used to tell the story of Dominaria that he went home and he made some proxy cards uh, of an idea he had for this saga. Yeah. They look really, really neat. Um, And I I gotta say, I actually love and probably prefer the actual artistic design of these. Um, And they look cool, but uh, maybe not enough like a magic card. I don't know. But... um, yeah, they're, they're really awesome looking. And yeah. it was the same kind of concept where he had the saga card and then various story elements. But the kind of the difference was you had to meet a requirement to move on yeah. to the next element of the story as opposed to just your next upkeep or, or some of So some of them you had to meet a requirement. Sure. Um, like this one is called Saga of the Restless Dead. And it starts with like it's your first lore counter goes on a blank space where there's nothing. And then like each of the spaces you can advance to has a little icon and there's a key at the bottom that tells you what that icon corresponds to like the first one says put a creature from your graveyard into play and the very last one says put all creatures from your graveyard into play which is awesome (laughs) um and it says so like as it traces its little path back and forth there's locks across and it says story doesn't advance with no creatures in your graveyard oh that's so cool which is super cool but this next one like uh the burning of lotus dell doesn't like you don't have to meet a requirement um and the first ones are uh you may pay one mana if you do this turn your mana can be used as any color and the very last one um this turn you may sacrifice a land for two mana of any color which is pretty sweet wow yeah really neat to see some of the backstory of the design of the set and kind of what the cards used to look like uh before they became before they final formed as it were yeah yeah. Um, so it's super cool, and we highly recommend going and checking them out because they are very cool design. Yeah. 
neat and uh, neat to have uh, Richard Garfield back helping out for a set. So I'm really excited to see how it plays because last time he helped out on a set was Innistrad, which is widely, widely uh, regaled as one of the best limited um, formats of all time. Everybody, it's time for a standard corner. Just an average corner. That's right. It's pretty standard. And in this standard corner, it's actually going to be me talking about standard, which is not usually the case. Whoa! Weird. Party on. But it was because I was talked into coming and playing at GP Seattle That's this coming right. weekend. I'm very persuasive. <laughs> and so if you're there, come say hi. Both Megan and I will be there. Uh, Megan will be doing some writing, uh, so you can come say hi to her, and I'll be walking around with a rainbow playmat with two unicorns. That's right. And uh, playing a deck that I've spent a lot of time trying to choose and had a really hard time nailing down, and who knows, it might still change my mind. Well, but fair enough. You never know. Uh, right now, uh, I played. I've played so much standard, and the thing is, I don't really enjoy playing standard unless I'm playing a deck that I really enjoy playing. Yeah. And I don't really enjoy playing that many decks. And right now, running around standard, I think if you play, you'll agree there are about twenty-five thousand scarab gods in everybody's deck. Oh. It is just everywhere. I've heard the same thing about arena, but like. Every other deck, Scarab God, Scarab God, Scarab God. And the thing is, you can put Scarab God in a control deck. You can put Scarab God in a mid-range deck. It's good in both of them. There's yeah. different forms, so it's yeah. just everywhere. And there's so many good kill spells. Vraskin's Contempt, Moment of Craving, Fatal Push, frickin' Bantu's Last Reckoning. Yep. Anyway, there, I could go on. Rough. There's a lot of good removal. Yeah. And I like playing creature decks. So um, anyway, that's been the kind of bane of my existence. <laughs> Is <laughs> so many Scarab God decks. But there are other ones. There's Red Green, Giant Monsters. Yeah. You know, with Rekindling Phoenix coming up in there and Carnage Tyrant sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there's kind of a mid-range Vampires deck that's uh, kind of scooting about uh, yeah. there, out there. Scooting. Scooting around. Just those vampires, you know, out there scooting. Scooting. Like they do. Nobody's played an Approach of the Second Sun against me in quite a, quite a while. Wow, congratulations. Which is weird because few weeks ago that was yeah. being played against me anyway the metagame shifts so what did i choose to play what did you <sighs> i've talked about it on the show a little bit before i've chosen to play blue white boggles <laughs> <laughs> what this is santa maria not modern it's not, it's, not, it's not blue okay that's what i'm calling it because you're taking a creature and you're putting a bunch of enchant or auras on it and sending it into the fray yeah and backing it up with cheap uh, counter spells. So um, that is that's what I'm playing right now. It involves SRAM, Senior Artificer, who helps you draw cards yeah, that's when you sweet. cast auras or vehicles yeah. or equipment, but nobody cares about that. And uh, so you just draw all the cards. Uh, you're playing my deck. There's different versions of this. There's an Ascend version, and this version is not the Ascend version. You've got Sacred Cat, which can come back from the dead and wear more auras if people kill it, which, as you've heard me say, people love to do right now. Yeah, they really do. You've got a Dorn Pouncer who can come back as a 4-4 double striker. Wow. So there's some some cool kitty cats in this deck, too. You're playing Curious Obsession, so you can draw cards when you hit somebody for damage. You're playing a Danto Vanguard to try and stop some removal, except that doesn't really care if Raska's Contempt comes knocking on its door, yep. or a Moment of Craving, for that matter, or if near Deadlands, sad face. Um, but... <laughs> 
I like the deck because for the same reason, I think that I like playing Boggles, which is you've got a stupid little card and then you're like, poop, 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 put a bunch of stuff on it, swing for the fences and watch your opponent be like, oh, I can't do anything about that. That sucks. And you're like, that's right. Sucks to be you. Um, I don't know. I think the deck is very, it's fine. It's not, yeah. it's not great. I'm certainly not playing the best deck in the format. I'm certainly not even playing the second or third or fourth or fifth best deck, but it's a deck that I have the most fun playing. So that's yeah. what I'm going to play. Fair enough. There you have it. All right. What do you think of my decision? I think that you're making a great decision. Oh, good. You're going to go and you're going to have a great time. Yeah. And it'll be a surprise for some people who won't know what to do with themselves, which yeah. is delightful. Yeah. And maybe, like we said, it'll get better in the future when Dominaria is released yes. because we'll have a... Uh, that sweet, those sweet little two one that can help make your orb yeah. creatures indestructible. One hundred percent playing that card. So no question. Yeah, yeah. Some people play Siren Storm Tamer to sack, but you have to keep blue up, and that's kind of yeah, that's true. Hard in this deck, having your blue mana and then keeping it up too. That's fair. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's what I'm going to be playing. I went nice. back and forth on this and playing Green White Cats, which I think is a perfectly fine deck too. And those perfectly vamps, fine. perfectly fine. Yeah. Speaking of morale. Yeah. <laughs> You've been brewing some sweet decks. In Arena. Arena. That's right. Uh, you can check out the stream, twitch.tv slash magic the amateuring, to see some of our arena brews. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of them has been, uh, is called Cat-touche, oh, which great. is cats and cartouches that you put on them. This is very similar to the SRAM deck that I'm playing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh so it's uh, green, white, cats, um, and then you put things like cartouche of strength or a cartouche of first strike, which I don't remember what it's called. The Car white one. Oh, cartouche of first strike. It's not I mean, called yeah. cartouche of first strike, but plus that's a, what it is. Plus solidarity plus a soldier. Yes. Yeah, plus or a little 1-1, one, one, um, which is pretty sweet. Uh, then we've also made 100% birds. Megan, what's in that deck? It's 100% birds. Wow. It is all flyers. It's flyers and favorable wins. Oh, I love it. Plus a little bit of removal. I think I have, we have like a cast out and an Ixalan's binding or something. <laughs> and do you know what? That deck did really well for like six rounds, and then it just lost a bunch. Yeah. So it was like up six, down six. That's how I feel playing the SRAM deck, man. Some yeah. days I'm just like, I can't lose with this thing. And then the next day I'm like, I can't win with this thing. Yeah. Then we also made an Auras deck. Uh, what did I call it? Oh, Getting Curious is the name <laughs> of this one because it has Curious Obsession in it, which is a blue-white Auras deck, except mine has uh, four copies of Dive Down. Oh, nice. And then uh, like Merfolk Mist Binders and Curious Obsessions that you slap on there. I love it. It's a lot of fun. And some Squire's Devotion. Can't That's touch a great that card. Mist Binder. No, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. You're going to have to settle my wreckage or fumigate me. That's right. <laughs> settle my wreckage. Also, Wait, it plays... you can even, can you? It plays... You can. Is that target? No. Okay. Um... All attacking. Yeah, all attacking. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and it even plays two copies of Spell Pierce, which I have, like, gotten people sometimes, and they're just like, oh, I'm going to settle the wreckage just like, oh, or yeah. are Get you? you? Or are you? Are you? So, yeah, we've had a... I've had a great time. Oh, yeah. It sounds great. It's a ton of fun. Uh, come check it out because we're streaming it a little bit more often. Yeah. Uh, now that we can and you can yeah, see what all the fuss watch. is about because I've really I'm I'm really enjoying Arena. Um, yeah, it doesn't have like the same depth of card pool or the same like formats that uh, Magic Online does, but it still is super neat. It looks great um, and it plays so smoothly. Yeah. And so. you know what? Pretty, you know, hopefully pretty soon when it's released to the public, you'll be able to play like a draft on it. You'll be able yeah, to play standard on it. So. Exactly. Really great. Coolio. <laughs>
about Team Modern Super League? Just real quick, we wanted to give you all an update because we talked about last week how we were going into it. Yes. We ended up banning Esper Solemnity, which was not what I guessed we were going right. to best. But ban? Not what I guessed we were going to best. Not what I guessed we were going to ban. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they banned not what you thought no, either. No, they banned Jund Elves. Which was just massively surprising to me. You were playing against the team MNVA was playing against Brew Crew. Yes, who brought some wacky decks. They brought weird brews. Yeah. And they banned elves. And they banned elves. Which, like, I get it. Maybe if you're worried about not having enough interaction, it can just run you over real quick out of nowhere. Yeah. If you're, like, not disrupting it enough. Yeah. Um, but Emmo ended up going, starting our team off 3-0. Yeah. against them infect. with Infect, which was just great. Uh, I was freaking out the whole time. I was just like, ah, because that's how Infect looks when someone else is playing it. It's just like, are they going to go for it? Are they going to be punished? Are they going to be rewarded? I don't know. Ah, I know. This is kind of like how I feel sometimes when I'm playing Boggles or a SRAM deck. I'm just sitting there like, do you have the removal spell? Exactly. Does this work or doesn't it? Let me ask you a question as a okay. control player. Do you feel like that ever playing when you're playing a control deck? Do I ever? Do you ever like feel like the moment of? <laughs> Every once in a while, yeah. There's sometimes you just have to like jam a removal spell and you're like, boy, I hope this works. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, or like in, a, in an approach deck sometimes, well, it's just like, well, what I've got to do right now is like jam approach right now and then hope that they like don't kill me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I don't think nearly as often. Yeah. Cause I'm like, do I really want to live this life where I'm in constant fear? What if I'm on the other side of the, of the battlefield and I'm the one inflicting the fear? Yeah. But then again, I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then I went up against the, like we lost to humans. I went up with boggles and drew just the fewest number of auras you've ever seen in your yeah, life. Yeah. It was a bad boggles draw. It was very, very bad. It was embarrassing. It wasn't embarrassing. Well, it's not like, your fault. Yeah. It was just like, wow, this is embarrassing for Boggles. <laughs> Boggles was not uh, on its top form. No, it really wasn't. But that's okay, because it's been on its top form before, and that's the downfall of the deck, right? It can't be that great, or else everybody would play it all the time. Yeah. The problem is, is your draws can be really bad. Yeah. Same with the deck I'm playing in Standard. So it's just one of the realities of the deck. Yep. So that's what happened. But you played well, Oof. just didn't get the draws. No. So it was really all didn't. up to your third team member, Sam. Yeah. And he got there. And he got there. He got there with his weird, like, Jund uh, burn. burn brew. Yeah. It was Jund great. Jund burn brew. It was like, thank goodness, Sam. And so now thank goodness. your team, the little team that, that could, could, is in the top four. That's right. We advanced straight to the semifinals. Wow. Which is pretty exciting. So the next two weeks are, like, this week and next week are um, the quarterfinals. And then we'll play one of the quarterfinals teams. And then um, the Wizards team will play one of the qu the quarterfinals teams. And then there will be finals. So oh, we'll my see. gosh. So I'm very excited. Everybody, you've got to be watching Team Modern Super League, twitch.tv slash magic on Tuesdays to find out what happens. What if, Ooh. you know, like, could they take the whole thing down and beat all these pros and, like, people who work for Wizards designing cards? Ooh. I don't know why I'm doing the spooky. 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 That would be so spooky. That would be so spooky. <laughs> Get spooked. <laughs> Theater presents Make It a Song. That's right. We're going to crack this old school pack. <gasps> I'm so excited. From our original, from the original set that we played, uh, Return to Ravnica. Yes. And we're going to give you some songs. 
So uh, based on the based on the names of the cards. Yeah, move over Billboard Top 100 because we've got 15. <laughs> well, mediocre songs coming at you. We've got 16 brilliant songs coming at you. All right, let's see. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. Okay. I've this. Uh, this one is Sewer Shambler. <laughs> And this is like a gritty punk song. Oh, yeah. That's about how, like, aren't we all really just people who are shambling through the sewer of life? Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah. Sewer shambling. I'm in with that song. This song is a <laughs> is like a, an Adele-style You Hurt Me ballad, but you can never pierce my museum skin. <laughs> yep. yep. So, like, you, you took me down, but you didn't take yes. me down all the way. <laughs> This is just like some some little folk song that you're going to hear only at like an open mic night in a bar oh, from some little it. lady with a guitar. Okay. Seller of songbirds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know really what this one is. I have, we, Last time we played this, we made so many country songs. It's true. And this one, I guess, is also a country song. It's called Rubbleback Rhino. <laughs> and it's about somebody who is like, you know, maybe not the best looking, but they'll They'll trample your heart. <laughs> wow. Yes, absolutely. Double back rhino. Uh, this one's a rock song called Gate Creeper Vine. Oh, nice. Um, and it's just all about, uh, you know, a, a, a vine that's uh, tearing down. Yeah. What's keeping people out. Like, tear down that tear fence. Tear down that yeah. vine. Tear down that, that gate. Okay, so you know the song, of course, Teenage Dirtbag. This one is similar I'm just a catacomb slug, yeah, baby. <laughs> yes, like a 90s, yeah, a 90s, 90s little boy grunge. Yeah, nice. 90s boy grunge right there. This one is um, a, this one's by a Christian rock band. <laughs> it's Sphere of Safety. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. It is. That's real. It's all about how Jesus is your sphere of safety. <gasps> wow. Yep. Okay, this one, I don't know what the heck it is. Trans Guild Promenade. I suppose it's wow. like an old, um, somebody's playing it on a harpsichord. Yes, it's like an old timey. <laughs> or I'm imagining it like from the era of like the Charleston. The Trans Guild Promenade. Everybody do the Trans Guild Promenade. <laughs> <laughs> you put your left foot in and then you go to another uh, guild. This is definitely a death metal song. Oh, Rites yes. of Reaping. Absolutely. Just, just straight up. Absolutely. So is this one, Grizzly Sad. Salvage. Yeah. Grizzly salvage. What can I salvage left of the person that I was? Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is another country song. It's ultimate price, but it's how uh, it's how you, you have to pay the ultimate oh, price yes. for love when you, yeah. you have to give your heart you away to, to heart someone. Ultimate. You're paying the ultimate price to get to love. <laughs> You're so nice. I pay the ultimate price. Boo. Dun, 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 dun. I That's was thinking like country. more like, yeah, like old school country. Oh, old yeah. school. Okay. Uh <laughs> This one is a uh, protest song about people uh, who believe the government is watching them and may or may not be correct. Eyes in the sky. <laughs> oh, this is their follow-up song, Martial Law. <laughs> yep. Accurate. Oh, my God. I knew this card would be in here. And I was like, what would I say if this one came up? Gorehouse Chainwalker. <laughs> yes. Because I don't know. That's another death metal song. I mean, it has song. to be death metal. There's yeah, no other way. Absolutely. Man, Gorehouse Chainwalker. Great. You were such a good card. Wow. 
Two one unleash for two. Everybody do the trans guild promenade. Please send us a video of yourself dancing the trans guild promenade. Oh my god, and tweet it at us with the hashtag trans guild promenade. Please. Please. And you have to instruct what you're doing in the dance video. Like now this is when because we want to be able to do the dance with you. Yeah. It can be to any song that you yeah. think works with the for trans the trans guild, guild promenade. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Magic the Amateuring. Uh, remember, if you want to be entered to win our April drawing, you can do so in the show notes or underneath the video on YouTube. In the links, you'll be entered in the Gleam giveaway for some cool stuff at the end of the month. Thank you once again to Card Kingdom for sponsoring our show. And to everybody who's a patron of the show, just go to patreon.com slash mtacast to help support the show and keep it alive and keep it growing. Uh, it's really, really critical that you do so. So if you've never been a member, why don't you consider becoming a member in the month of April, the month when it rains down, make it the month when our flowers grow. Wow. That's so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Anyway, uh, next week, we'll uh, give you a recap from GP Seattle. That's right. Oof. We'll give you all the hot goss. And remember to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash mtacast, for some sweet arena vids. And our Magic 101 series continuing mm -hmm. there. Of course, these podcasts are always available. And uh, we've recently reinvigorated our Instagram. That's right. Ooh. We have an Re Instagram. Reinvigorated. What a word. <laughs> it's at mtacast. If you haven't put 10 and 10 together... That's where you can find it on the gram. Um, yeah. All right. Until next time. Cheerio and to the Trans Guild Promenade.